This is a podcast from Your Dubai 92. On the podcast this week, we've been working from the homes of some mega celebs. And we also find out who is the United Arab Emirates work from home champion. And it turns out we've all been forced back into the kitchen. I know, and don't our pants fit better for it? (laughs) Really snug. And it all finishes off with News Nadia's News Quiz. Who's been paying attention this week? Always good to hear from you. Let us know where you've been listening from and what you're doing. Email us, breakfast at Dubai92.com. Your Dubai 92 Breakfast with George and Kitch. My parents managed to get hold of this. I don't know how. Maybe they've got me on Google Alerts. Don't know what it is. But uh, <laughs> Finally! Finally, there's an alert! <laughs> so uh, I managed to get a text message from Dad giving his review. Oh, amazing. What does Papa Kitchen think? Of the first podcast. I got your podcast going. Mum has not stopped listening and loves it. If it stops her watching maths, this is a very good thing, which is married at first sight. (laughs) So Dad is instantly a fan because it's got the rubbish off the TV. His only problem is, how come he didn't get me to do Louis Armstrong? My impression is better than yours. This apple has not fallen far from the tree. In fact, I don't think it's fallen off the tree, to be fair. We do need to get your dad on with his impressions. Because how did we talk about Louis Armstrong? I think it was because they were going to do What a Wonderful World in a video. I think. Yeah. So I, And then Serena asked me to do it, and we were like, I see skies are blue. And Dad's just bowed me up going, your impression's all over the shop. George and Kitch. On your Dubai 92 Breakfast. Producer Rog, I expect your dogs are very confused as to why it is that you and the wife are always home now. Confused is the word. You can tell, definitely, they know something's different and they're trying to figure it out, but they're not complaining. <laughs> this is nice, guys. <laughs> yeah, they love but it. But why? So you've got two, two dogs, two smaller dogs. Yeah, so... two smaller dogs. Which... Handbag dogs. Yeah, they are a bit handbag dogs. <laughs> I'm a There's big, nothing I'm wrong a, with it. I'm a, no shame. I'm a big fan of the small, the smaller dogs, not yeah. too small, because you can get them on the couch, you can pick them up and get them in the car. You know, it's the, the, the hair is not as... Mani- the hair is more manageable if it gets on the couch. Yeah. And... Oh, boy, there's a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, how, how nice is it that when you're in isolation over the weekend or there's lockdown times or whatever, sanitisation times, and, and you, you've got the dogs on there to just kind of keep you entertained and keep you occupied? Well, Therapy dogs. Well, they like to be involved. That's what we're finding out more and more is they don't really care what you're doing as long as they can in some way be involved. So we did a group chat on Thursday. And Coco just wanted a quick look in to see what was going on, Aww. what I was looking at on the screen. Um, but my wife, we had to set up a little um, uh, bureau sort of area for her to work from home because she writes all day. And um, it got unbearable. The dogs were just jumping up on the lap and then trying to have a go on the keyboard. And it's like, no, Let this me can't help. happen. As much as I love it, this oh, can't happen. So, so now we've moved the other two like dining room chairs next to Laura so that they can sit and watch. If you have some kind of Zoom conference call, Microsoft Teams, whatever it is, please don't apologise when your dog comes. That's literally all anyone wants to see, Okay, (laughs) That's a fair point. Because remember when, I think when I came out here for uni and I climbed the Burj Khalifa, it would have been 2013. You sound like you're going up the outside. I thought you meant the outside. Oh, there was climbing. Went up in the lift. And I got to the top and I did a video call back to my dad. All dad wanted to do was show the dog. Oh, look, 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 look at Lucky, he's on the Burj Khalifa. And all, he was, all Dad was more interested in what, uh, was, was holding up the dog. My mum and dad try and get the dog to come and say hello to me. 
Nope. Every time. Nope. Not it. Not Aww. a bit of interest. If I haven't made the effort to go there in person, she does not care. It's your Dubai 92 breakfast with George and Kitch. I want to talk cooking and baking. Loads of us are getting in on the action now. Let us know how you're getting on with it. Any successes, any fails. My blender finally arrived. Ooh. It is sharp. How I know this is irrelevant. And how did you cut yourself? No, it's fine. How did you do it, George? I washed the blades and the blades are super sharp. You know me, I'm always going to cut myself initially. It's kind of like a warning. I have to be warned off and then I'll get the message really quickly and I'm going to be super careful with it all in future. And I might even use it later. I don't think there is a more messy thing to do in a kitchen than to try and do your own juicing. So you're on the right track. Also occurs to me it's a foolish choice at the moment just in case we get a toilet roll shortage. I'll say no more. Seems an awful lot of people. Good morning, Jack. Just for one, I'm making bread at the moment. I was going to, but what I happened? couldn't find any yeast, so I need to find some yeast today. Do you need yeast with every bread? I'm sure there's recipes sans yeast you can use. Oh, yeah, no. So I've been making Navajo flatbread. I just fancy doing a little loaf. I also made something else this weekend. What this was, was a first for me. I wanted to bring it in so you guys could have a bit. Oh, wait. Hang on. You actually brought in some snacky snacks? I made vegan cake. Oh, wow. Look yes. at that. So the producer Rog could have some. Come on. So there's no milk, obviously, and no eggs because it is vegan. Uh, it's chocolate flavoured, apparently. I will say this about it. It's just, it's not offensive. You know, it's just a bit, <laughs> oh. But still, that's fine. No, it's the thought that counts. And yeah. you know, uh, Roger's the, you know, the vegan here. He's the one not having any fun, so it's good to just... We've got very to, kind of Now we'll all not have fun with you. Yeah, we'll share it. <laughs> what did you make, Rog? I made a, uh, again, not fun, <laughs> tofu, broccoli, Oof. cabbage, sweet potato, red Thai curry with, let me get this right, idiapum, idiapum, which is like a rice noodle, really thin rice noodle. Like vermicelli? It comes, in like, it comes in like a disc. Um and you steam them, and they're really nice. You get them in Sri Lanka when we've been over there. Delicious. That sounds very nice. Mm. And I, yourself? I got a recipe from my favourite Italian chef, Jamie Oliver's best friend, Gennaro Contallo. And every time you cook one of his recipes, you have to say, Why I'm cooking so good! <laughs> so, I, so I sit there and I go, Why I'm cooking so good! And I use his recipe, and it works, it works a treat. What did you actually make, though? Bolognese oh. from Bologna, like his mama used to teach him. So, Gennaro, I always think of him each time you cook, because you have to Boy, say, I'm Am I cooking, cooking so good? Yeah. <laughs> oh, all of us are going to be doing that now when we go home and cook again. So, it's potato soup for me today. Have oh, you got the leeks? That's on the list. Leeks and yeast. What an afternoon it's going to be <laughs> in the Ryland household. I made uh, your Aussie damper bread. How was it? Well... Just a quick question for you, and this will explain why I didn't bring any in. Oh, is no. it supposed to be the saltiest thing you've ever tasted? No, no, not no. at all. It's not supposed to be difficult to eat because of the salt content. No, no. It, I mean, it's meant to be a bit more dense than your usual mm. bread, a bit like a sourdough. But nonetheless, fresh damper with some warm butter, maybe a bit of jam, cup of tea. I mean... Oh, jam's a good shout. I'm going to try it again today because the recipe said two cups of flour... And it was three quarters of a teaspoon of salt. Oh, my goodness. I think one quarter would have been more appropriate. Okay, okay. What kind of salt were you using? Just normal salt. Normal table salt. I do what I usually do. I follow the recipe to the letter the first time. And then I, uh, you know, 
wing it after that. I didn't think any early settlers were using your pink Himalayan rock salt when they were making their soda bread, were they? And I've just <laughs> run out of pink Himalayan rock salt. Well, and it doesn't count as an essential to go out for. Well, I've got, got a challenge for you. Maybe we should make our own on Saturday and producer Rog has to try both of them. Ah, vegan milk. Ah... Uh... So we'll just make well, them for the each other way, and we'll eat them all. The way this guy inhales cake, I don't think that would be a problem with yeah. bread. I'd about some, uh, some nice bread with milk in and some butter on. There's milk alternatives, guys. Yeah, not, not when it comes to not colonial bread. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do with it? It's just sat there in the kitchen. I'm going to make a new one tonight and then, yeah, get rid of it. There's not much it you can do. It me. It's not like when you've got like a one-pot one that's got too much salt. You can add things to it. Yeah, I mean, I tried to overwhelm it with Lurpak, but I couldn't get the ratio <laughs> right. I could imagine you going, oh, maybe I'll just need to add more butter. Yeah, and some more. Marmite. And Oof, some... that was a mistake. <laughs> that was a mistake. You know, I'm really enjoying getting back into the cooking thing. I moved into a new place and I'm very proud of it because it's got one of those proper chef's kitchens with the five different gas burners. Have you got a favourite one? Because mine's um, the nearest to me and on the left. Nearest That's my to you favourite hob. No, no, for me, it's just the one, the big one, straight bang in the middle. In the middle, That's yeah. That's the Yotu. Nice. So I decided last night to cook a bit of a, a comfort meal. It's a leek, mushroom and tarragon pasta. Oh. It takes about 15 minutes to put together. Yeah. But given the situation we're in, I couldn't find a lot of the usual ingredients. Okay. So I had to get mushrooms, and the usual mushrooms I get, they weren't available. Tarragon wasn't available. It's like a licorice kind of a herb. It's quite specific, though, isn't it, that taste of the tarragon with chicken? Like, how can you yeah, it goes so well that with, chicken. with something else? So I thought, well, let's just get a small amount of all the herbs... <laughs> yeah, make bets. Yeah, I'll get a bit of dill, I'll get a bit of basil, some parsley, uh, I think there was some chard. Yeah, whatever. Mix all that up. That'll go really well. Uh, then I was supposed to get like a, I couldn't work out cream. Because the English, because there's so many English shops here. What's clot, clotted cream? Is that cooking cream? What's the difference? Clotted cream is what you would put on a scone. That's like the. Oh, okay. I mean, you can walk over that stuff and not dent it sometimes. Because I needed like double cream. Is that what it is? No, double cream's dead. I mean, you've got single cream, double cream, extra thick, clotted. I mean, it's it's insane. We have whole aisles for cream. I was so confused. Yeah, I don't blame you. I'm looking at it going, usually there's like a cooking cream. And then, of course, it's the UAE, so you chuck in the UHT cream. And then a sour cream. And then you've got your light sour cream. Oh, my God. There's so, so much going on in the cream aisle. Yeah, so that took me 40 minutes. Yeah. And then uh, I went to go get leeks. There were no leeks. I went and discovered baby leeks. Now oh, yeah. there is a revelation. Basically, they were spring onions. You I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's like a leek, but smaller. No, yeah. but, but and much easier to cut too. Yep. So uh, you make your pasta sauce and you put in actually lasagna sheets. Right. They weren't there either. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go to a supermarket that was actually closed? I don't know, but they weren't there. And so I ended up getting fettuccine. You can never go wrong with fettuccine. Works with everything. How much so, are we all so, eating now? So, so I'm sitting here going, you know what? I don't know what I started with, but what I ended up with was, was pretty good. It wasn't what you were aiming for. No. But just as nice. And then I was supposed to cover it with parmesan, couldn't find any, so I had to use pecorino. I know my Italian friends would be not like that at all. These are some first world problems right but here. Ha- you know what? I discovered a brand new recipe. Yeah, and so I like doing that. That is a baby leaf, mixed herb. Yeah, it was all different. So there is sometimes, what they say, sometimes the best way to work out where you're going is to get lost and blah, blah, road less travel, blah, blah, blah. And you get there. Yeah, just get there. I'm excited. I've just had news that my first farm box has arrived. Okay. So that and the blender are going to be put to action this weekend. 
Your Dubai 92 Breakfast with George and Kitch. You know how there's a lot of businesses that are struggling during this time because the economy's taken a bit of a hit, not just here in the UAE, uh, right across the world. And I got a phone call from my dad, had to ring uh, dad on the weekend. It was his birthday yesterday. Oh, Turning happy 78, birthday, Mr. Kitchen. So, so I rang Big Dave and I said, what's happening? And he's still very active. He still runs the local Rotary. Now, <laughs> as dad says, uh, Rotary shut down for a while. And I said, why? Because, uh, well, everyone that's on the Rotary board, uh, they're pretty much over 70. So everyone's been asked to stay home. And we're now all trying to do Zoom hookups. But they were trying to organise because they run a lot of barbecues. And a lot of shops closed. There were a whole bunch of barbecue utensils and cans of drink and a few things that they bought off the website Amazon. They went to Amazon.com. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they're of an age when, you know, if you want to take something back, you just duck down to the shop and then the bloke running the store, you explain it to him and he says, look, we can't run these barbecues anymore. They're for charity. So you give the goods back and the money comes back. So they got in contact with Amazon. They rang Amazon. I didn't even know there was a number you can ring. You can ring Amazon. You said we rang Amazon. And I'm like... <laughs> What? Because they still have that belief that you ring someone. Yeah. There's none of this online chat forum stuff. So he said, we rang Amazon and said, look, we're from the local Rotary. Uh, we want to we want to take the goods back because yeah. we don't want... And Amazon said, no, that's okay. Keep the goods and we'll refund you the money. How good is... I mean, how good Have is this that? one on us, Dave. When we that, love we're, the work we're, you do. And they explained that it was for Rotary and it was a charity. And, of course, the charities, we can't run barbecues and so forth. This is back in Australia. Yeah, Amazon Worldwide has said, no, 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 it's a good... We'll give you the money back, but keep the goods and you can run the thing yourself. And I thought that was a really good That's initiative. Really nice. Not a lot of businesses are doing that these days. Producer Roger's currently Googling Amazon's <laughs> phone number, everything I ever brought. <laughs> George and Kitch. On your Dubai 92 breakfast. And this, for me, is going to, I think, I'm peaking on my week right now because Producer Rog has only gone and pulled an absolute blinder. Tell us all. We are in the home of Ryan Reynolds. Yeah! Yeah! Oh, thank you, producer Rog, for picking my absolute favourite man. You're welcome. It's nice to be with you, Ryan. I hope I don't do what I do with Joe Wicks and completely lose it. But imagine this. Here we are having a radio show in your living room. Oh, yeah, this is nuts. Now, we understand that you did want to be a radio presenter, actually more than you wanted to be an actor. So how does it feel to finally... Be on the radio with George and Kitch. For me, it's like exercising demons. Very, very true. And what is it that you love about radio? It's 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 amazing, you know? It's like I just always marvel at how profound it is, you know? Now, we've witnessed your exceptionally bizarre morning routines at the moment, RR, but what is it? Uh, what is that dough-like substance that you seem to have had for breakfast? Cookie. Oh, nice. Cookie dough. That's the breakfast of champions. Absolutely. And you seem to combine that diet of champions with just squats. How many did you actually do? I've been doing them all morning. Well, that's impressive. So you probably lost count. Next question. And it's probably a bit obvious. But why? Because you need to fit into a superhero costume. (laughs) Yeah, actually, that is a really, really good point. But it does seem to cause quite a lot of gas. There's strong smell from your side of your room have you have you been i've been doing them all morning yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, i like your style now well, let's move on shall we ryan now we've mentioned on the show many times this morning many times even since i've met george that you are her absolute favorite let's be honest how has it been working with her this morning it's terrible she has me so far wrapped around her finger it's it's dumb oh i knew this would happen 
Much as I don't want to, we do need to wrap up because we've got other stuff to do on the show. Could you sum up your time on Dubai 92 Breakfast in a way that kids would relate to? Hashtag here for a good time. Yeah, sounds good to me. Lovely. Good chatting to you, Ryan. Nice to chat to you. And maybe we could do it again sometime in the really near future. That actually sounds delicious. Oh, it's the best day ever. It's your Dubai 92 Breakfast. With George and Kitch. It is time for producer Rog to do his two topics. You've got to go from one to the other. Today, he has been given padded cycling shorts and Adam Sandler. Kitch, what do you reckon his chances are? I reckon his chances are very, 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 very bad. <laughs> <laughs> Fighting spirit. As soon as Rog has done his, Kitch, you're going to be given your words. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for that? Mm-hmm. Okay, he's got the look of a fighter mm, yeah, in his eyes. a little bit worried about it, but we'll see how we go. Okay, Good take luck, it Rog. away when you are ready, Rog. I'm doing this on zero caffeine, by the way. I've had no tea this morning. There's a full cup over there. Dude, if you've not properly prepared, go. that's on you. <laughs> go for it. Here we go. Okay, padded cycling shorts. The padded cycling short normally comes from two lengths. Uh, it comes with two lengths of lycra that are worn over the shoulder in what is known as the bib short in modern cycling parlance. The bib short was developed to replace leather braces or suspenders that cyclists originally used to hold up old traditional woolen shorts. They each had a tendency to become loose or heavy from the rider's sweat or because they had protruding stomachs that would cause them to Fall Down. Falling Down is a 1993 crime thriller starring Michael Douglas, directed by Joel Schumacher. Schumacher is a surname that has German origins and literally makes means shoemaker. Shoemaking is a handcraft trade that has largely been replaced by modern factory production globally. But there are 15 traditional methods of shoemaking or cobbling, including the Goodyear welted leather sole, the Mediterranean sandal and the medieval clog. Clogs are shoes made of wood that were traditionally worn as protective footwear in agriculture, factories or mining. Another now outdated tradition of mining was that miners would take caged canary birds down into mine shafts with them. The science being that if carbon monoxide built up in the mine shaft, it would kill the small songbird before it killed the miners and the miners would know it was time to get out of the mine shaft fast. Brutal but true. The Canary Islands are a Spanish autonomous community of islands off the coast of Africa in the Atlantic Ocean, including Tenerife, Gran Canaria and Fuerteventura. Fuerteventura comes from the Spanish phrase meaning strong wind or strong fortune. Someone's fortune is a measure of their wealth or how rich they are. Rich is a shortened version of the name Richard and Richard is the middle name of one of the greatest actors of all time, Mr. Adam Richard Sandler. Can I have a cup of tea now? That was exhausting just to listen to. The Schumacher thing, is that is that actually true? Yep. Does it mean Shoemaker? Yeah, comes, it comes from Shoemaker. Yep. Wow, we've been down the mines. We have we've been, been across the, the Canary Islands. I'm sitting, I'm sitting in the story. corner. Well, I know you love Douglas. But I'm sitting in the corner <laughs> shivering here right now, knowing that I've got to come up against you after. <laughs> that, was, that was quite something. Okay, so the marks out of 92... It's a very strong 71. Oh, that's 71. I'll take that. Yeah. I'll take that. You're next. I'll be lucky with 71. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, let's just, you know, let's just, let's have a go. It's now Kitch's turn to link Betamax, your OG video recorder, to spaghetti bolognese, his dish of the week. Palms are sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Go uh, for it. Betamax, or Beta as it was more commonly known, is a consumer-level analogue recording and cassette format for magnetic tape for video. It was developed by Sony and released in 1975. However, 
it was ultimately outdone by VHS cassette tapes as they got the exclusive rights to the movies everyone wanted to see. But it still did continue professionally with Betamax players ceasing production in 2002. But some say Betamax was the ultimate in videotape technology with their cassettes that were 12.7 millimetres thick. 12.7 millimetres thick is also the recommended thickness for laminated flooring for optimum quality. Laminate flooring can be between 6 and 12.7 millimetres thick. If you find it thicker than 12 millimetres, it's an inaccurate measurement as it may include the attached padding. Therefore, if you want the highest quality hardwood feel, you'll want 10 to 12 millimetres, but never more than 12.7 millimetres thick. Some say 12.7 millimetres thick is also the recommended thickness for polyester fibre acoustic wall panels. Polyester fibre acoustic wall panels are a must for any audio or video recording studio as they're often employed as a base material for creative solutions where design and aesthetics are of high importance. Cheaper ones will be 5 to 6 millimetres thick, but they won't work as they should always be 12.7 millimetres. Some say... (laughs) 12.7 12.7 millimetres is also the recommended thickness of tagliatelle pasta. Oh. Tagliatelle pieces are long, flat ribbons that are similar in shape to fettuccine and are typically 6.5 to 12.7 millimetres thick. Tagliatelle comes from the Italian verb of tagliare, meaning to cut, and it is often served with a variety of sauces, including the classic meat bolognese, which is a classic Italian sauce from the province of Bologna. The ages-old classic disc of bolognese features a common mix of ingredients. Beef has mostly been displaced by veal as the dominant meat. Bolognese is often served with a variety of pastas in Italy, parapadelle, penne, rigatoni, or fettuccine, but never, ever with spaghetti. Spaghetti bolognese is a pasta dish that is only popular outside Italy as it's not part of the traditional meals of Bologna or even Italian cuisine, which means in Italy you've got more chance of getting your hands on a discontinued Betamax cassette than a spaghetti bolognese. Woo! Yes! yes! Woo! That, that was outstanding and the passion in there. How did you feel about it, Rog? Oh, winner. Winner. Winner, winner, chicken it. dinner. Working right up to the last second. My goodness. Well, it was well worth it. And you know what? 78 oh, out of 92. Yeah! And to the winner, no spoils. But well done. That was impressive. I'm hungry. Your Dubai 92 Breakfast with George and Kitch. Had to do it again, George. I had to be the technical support service for my dad. He likes to get on the phone every afternoon. And we had a problem yesterday because, well, two days ago, rather. Yesterday was a different problem. Two days ago, his Rotary Club had decided to do all their meetings via Zoom. So they sent him a link and he clicked on it. And I said, did it work? And he goes, it just, I've got to tell you, it didn't work. I could see him and I could hear him, but he couldn't see me. Or he couldn't Classic hear me. Dad. He couldn't hear me whatsoever. <laughs> I said, hang on, hang on, hang on. It was, it was Zoom. He said, yeah. And I said, so you could see him. Yeah, yeah, it was on the screen. It was fine. He had pictures in the background of his house. I could see his house. It was a bit weird. But could he hear you? He goes, no. I said, but could he see you? And he goes, no. And I said, oh. I said, does your monitor have a camera? <laughs> oh. oh, tell- oh. And, he, and he said, oh. I don't know. I'll have to have... I mean, the computer's new. 
I mean, I've got a new computer. Yeah. I said, no, well, just so we walk. He goes, let me walk out. So he goes out to the man shed where his, where his little hype, his office is with his desk. I said, he's just, living his best life. I said, yeah, said, so that's where the internet is too. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so he's got like 100 megabits per second in the man shed it's and amazing. then it's like 8 megabits a second in the house. So we're sitting out there and said, look at the monitor. Is there like a dot at the front, you know, like at the top of your phone? Because let me have a look. I'm running my finger around it, so he runs his finger yes. around. No, there's no, no, there's no camera there. So, well, that's why he couldn't see you. You don't have a camera. He goes, oh, so I didn't know. I just didn't know if I had a camera. I'd never really done it before. I told everyone. So, so he went up and he's been looking on Amazon and there's a back or whatever there is because everyone's wanting video cameras, right? Yeah. So he said, so how do I go about it? I said, look, mum's got a brand new MacBook. Just do it from hers. So I said, okay, good. So yesterday he rang me and he goes, so I got the invitation for the Zoom meeting link, but I've, I've got a problem. It's on my email. <laughs> oh, oh, proper kitchen. I said, yeah. He goes, it's on my email. How do I get that email <laughs> to mum's computer to use? Because he was like, all right, because I realised I don't need to download the Zoom app. I don't need to register for an account. As long as I click on the link, it will work and it will all yeah. set up. I said, yeah, you're right. So what have I got to do? Have I got to remotely log into my email from the web account, the webmail for the server, and then log in and find the email? Is that the best way to do it? I said, Dad, you know what you should do? Just email the email that you've got, send it to mum's email. Nice, yeah. And then when you go into mum's email, It'll you be click on it, click on it, and he goes, oh, that's a really good idea. So I'm expecting a call this afternoon <laughs> to see if it hasn't worked. George and Kitch. On your Dubai 92 breakfast. Today we are working from the home of none other than celebrity UK chef Jamie Oliver. Now, we've spoken about Jamie Oliver a lot on the show, so it's great to be able to do this today. Jamie, we finally got you. I know. It's so exciting. And it's so good to have you on the show this morning. You know, I've always wondered, anything you'd like to say to the UAE at this time while people are doing their bit and staying at home? Anything you'd like to say? Probably dull to a lot of people, but it's so important to every single person in here and across the country. So keep staying home, everyone, is your message. It honestly is the most important thing. And it's also important to boost our immune systems by eating right. A lot of veg, a lot of fruit, clean, lean protein, fish. And your whole family has enjoyed this time of homeschooling from what we hear. Teaching is such a beautiful thing, really. And, and nothing can make you feel uh, richer and more confident as a person than someone having taught you something that you can do yourself. Now, your family must have it pretty good having a chef on site the whole time. Have you been uh, cooking a lot of stuff? Um, lots of things. Lots of re- amazing things, actually. I know like a lot, of, a lot of people say, oh, the kids, they're so lucky. I think they definitely are lucky, as is the wife right now. What do you think is the most important thing to have when you are at home all the time with the wife and five kids? Patience. Jamie, it's producer Rog here. Speaking of patience, we had a bit of feedback from your agent when we were arranging this setup. Um, did you have a problem with George and Kitch? They were kind of basically very erratic, quite aggressive, um, and sort of hard to sort of pin down. Welcome to my world. I'm sorry about that from all of us here at Dubai 92 Breakfast. Uh, yeah, but I, I think, don't get me wrong, it's not a big Bob story. It was, it was, um, it was something I was committed to and, um, and very, very involved in. Well, you're, you're okay with them now, though, right? They were just raw, raw, young talent. 
Well, we're sorry again. I hope it wasn't all bad talking to us after what happened. I got a lot out of it. Well, that's good to hear. Now, before you go, I've got to tell you something. Look at this. I've got an early release version of the Sennheiser True Momentum Wireless Version 2 headphones. Jamie, no one's seen these before. What do you think? <clears throat> nice. Yeah. That's that's him gone. So uh, thanks to Jamie oh, Oliver. Oh, okay, oh, so cheers, Kitch. The, the fabric on these headphones is <laughs> so much Alrighty, and uh, we're working some else time tomorrow. It's your Dubai ninety two breakfast with George and Kitch. A friend sent me this Jose about some unforeseen work from home problems. Okay, what have we got? And that is the idea that when you really want to end a phone conversation. If you're on FaceTime or Zoom with your mum or work people, you can't just say what you always used to say was, oh, look, uh, I better wrap things up. i got to go. Where? Where? You, there's literally nowhere you've got to go anymore <laughs> and there's nothing you need to do. So as soon as you say, I've got to wrap it up, I've got to go. No, you're not going anywhere. That excuse is now out the window. So you have to keep on the conversations that really you just would have wrapped up. Wow. Yeah. What would you do instead of that? Like, kids are great when it comes to that. You know, I've got to go and, you know, do that or do you parenting say, thing. Look, I've got another conference coming up at two. Uh, I've got to get ready for it. So I better get going. But good catch up and uh, you'll be in touch soon. That's when you need to just set various alarms on your phone. <laughs> oh, there's a uh, work thing. Yep. Bye, Mum. I better go. That's my phone. I better ring. It's not ringing. It's on silent. I, I can see it. It's not ringing. No, it's just uh, I've got a, the headset's ringing. <laughs> it's the other way with me and my mum at the moment. She's a bit like, yeah, no. Come on now, it's been an hour, wrap it up. <laughs> she's got way more stuff to do than me. She's got too many things going on in her life. Yeah, she's got the garden, she's got the... I mean, the gardens in the UK are going to be immaculate at the end of this. There's going to be so many fences which are starting to sag with the amount of paint on them. But for me, yeah, and I'm just like, I'm, I've got plenty of time, Mum. She's going to be so excited when I phone her today. Jealous of her garden. I'd love a garden right now to look at. Or is it so you can get away from me? <laughs> it's your Dubai 92 Breakfast with George and Kitch. It's a very exciting day, a huge day for producer Roger, who has just rushed back in because we are working from Adam Sandler's home and we think of him as an A++ celebrity. I mean, just look at his back catalogue of movies. It's extensive and he is not done yet by a long shot. However... Kitch has organised this interview with Adam's agent and the word has come down that producer Rog is not to be involved. Yeah, look, we might have to ask Adam about this because uh, clearly something went on. Nevertheless, uh, we're inside Adam's house. Adam, are you there? Yeah. Well, we just wanted to say it's a lovely home that you're letting us broadcast in from today. So thanks very much because it's absolutely beautiful. That's nice of you to say. Well, you know, the funny thing is it's a little-known fact uh, that George was actually in Happy Gilmore. She True. had a bit of a background role. Uh, I know it was a lot of years ago now, but what was she like to work with? She had, she was a great. I mean, we all loved her. Uh, we all like the fact that she was, you know, Drew loved her. I loved her. Everyone working on the movie loved her. And I try and keep it on the download, to be honest. But uh, thanks, Adam. That's really sweet. Now, uh, we do have to broach something. Uh, felt right to do it quite early on. Producer Roger is a big fan. I mean, to be fair, he's a huge fan. But management have said that Producer Roger isn't allowed to talk to you anymore due to a disagreement in L.A. What's your side of the story from when he came up to you in L.A.? Gives me a, like, is that you kind of thing? I was like, yeah, yeah. And then he comes over and he's like, you're the guy uh, from the Billy Madison. I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, I would love for you to come over to my house. And I was like, and I would love for you to wash my car. 
Well, that is very weird. Yeah, that is super weird. I can completely understand uh, what happened. Did, did it kind of creep you out? I got to be honest. I didn't have any. I think I might have been like that 15 years ago. Yeah, I would have been. Well, what about the time that you came over to my place a lot? Do you remember with Jennifer Aniston? Because the guys here, they don't believe me that you came over. But if you don't mind, Adam, just tell the story for us again. Yes, 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 of course. And uh, and all these nice people were there and they invited uh, Jen and me. I know George back in the day, too. So we, we went there and uh, we take you take a boat to get, get on a boat. You cruise down. They made us homemade pizza, and it was an amazing time. I sat next to Bono. It was a good day. Wow. Oh, that's, how have you kept that quiet all this time, George? <laughs> Unbelievable. When's my invite going to be? I can't believe this. Anyway, uh, Adam, while we've got you, uh, aside from uh, great stories, can you do an Owen Wilson impersonation? Wow. Oh, that's not bad. <laughs> do it again. Wow. Well, that's actually that's actually pretty good. Listen, I know you got to wrap it up. It's been uh, it's been pretty good chatting to you today. Yeah, all right. Well, great. Thanks a lot. Nice to meet you, man. And that's that's all you got to say? Well, I'm not good at saying goodbye. Well, why don't we just go for a coffee after the show? Yeah, all right. I'll see you guys there. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Thank you very much, Adam Sandler. What a dude. How are you feeling, Rog? Just nice to be in the vicinity? I feel like I've missed out. I hate you guys. It's your Dubai 92 Breakfast with George and Kitch. My brain is so foggy now. I've What's lost happened? even more stuff around my one-bedroom apartment. Sometimes you lose it in a confined space. I don't know how it happens, but it, it often works that way. But I never did before. Literally a whole year of not losing anything, and now I'm without my keys, I'm without my mascara... I just, I don't even know. I don't know where this stuff is going, what's happening to it. I make a cup of tea and then I lose that. Is it? Is this just me? 4009 if you're getting really foggy as well. I think the brain fog is setting in. Massively. Because it's just, I think, just being weighed down by information. Like it seems to be coming at you from all angles at the moment. And then you have to have a break, you know, have an hour of Netflix, whatever it is. It just eases your mind for a bit. So I'm not I'm not as focused on the usual everyday stuff, like not losing your cup of tea. I found myself get each morning putting my sunglasses on and then I get to work. Oh, and then my sunglasses from yesterday are also in my bag. So I go home with a set of sunglasses on my face and another one in my shirt. Are these the sunglasses that are the same? Did you ever get the two pairs? I can't remember. No, I've got a few well, here them. we go. See, case in point, we have no idea what we own or where any of it is. We have Joanna on the line. How are you doing? Hi, yeah, uh, good, thank you. And you've been working from home for a while now, haven't you? Yeah, it's, uh, this is the fifth week now. Whoa. That's a lot. Yeah. Are you doing all right with it? Are you managing? Yeah, not too bad. I've got plenty of stuff to keep me busy, but I think I'm going to start running out soon. Yeah, do you find a routine's helpful? What, what would you recommend to people who are just starting to do it now? Uh, to be honest, I'm quite lazy in general, so I haven't had much of a routine. Oh, so so you've, you've been hitting the snacks like me? You've been getting amongst it? Yeah. I think that puts you at an advantage if, if you're at home oh, all the time. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, because you've been, you've been training for this your whole life. Conditioned <laughs> hours on the couch. Your body knows what it's about to go through. I know. I've been training to save the world always. Yeah, you know what? Well, you keep doing it, you know, because every time you lie there and you think about getting up, you get back down there. Because you know exactly. you're doing it for the planet. That's what a hero does. <laughs> <laughs>
It's your Dubai 92 Breakfast with George and Kitch. Last night I was doing, as I generally do in the afternoon, I try and consume as much news as I possibly can. And I saw an interview with former Australian politician called Anna Bly. Now, you might have seen some of the bushfires that went through Australia over Christmas, and they were horrendous. That feels like years ago now, though. It does, actually, and it was four months ago. Is that it? Wow, yeah. In some ways, I'm grateful it's not happening now with what's going on. Because countries wouldn't have been able to fight two of those, two disasters. So she is the Premier of the State of Queensland. It's a subtropical area of Australia. Had bushfires, not as bad as those, but bushfires every couple of years. At one point, she had a flood that went through her capital city where people had to have kayaks to go to the shops. I remember seeing that. That was extraordinary. And now she's on the other foot. Her role is currently the CEO of the Australian Banking Association. So she's working with banks to give relief to businesses and landlords and tenants and everything. So she's seen it from both sides. So she had this to say in an interview yesterday, and I thought it was quite poignant advice for anyone who thinks they're going through some struggles. You know, I've been in, on the inside of a lot of disasters. Um, you know, the big one that everybody saw was uh, lots of cyclones and, and floods. And what I've seen every time is that, People do find something in themselves they didn't think they had and it helps to lift them um, up to deal with things that they could never have imagined would happen in their lives. Unfortunately, you always see a little bit of the worst of some people, but that's by far the minority. Uh, you know, you can re- if you remember those big floods in Queensland, people came out in their thousands that we know with mops and buckets to help their neighbours. Uh, We don't need mops and buckets, this one, but we do need people to stick together, to think about their neighbours, to think about their families, um, their work colleagues. And that's what I'm seeing right across the board. Yeah, I think it's just a good way just to remind yourself that we're stronger than we think we are. We can often get through these things and there is light at the end of the tunnel. Business will bounce back. uh, Schools will come back. Everything will eventually come back. But we need to stick together and be kind to each other in this time and we'll get there. She's right. There's some idiots about, like, when I look at home at the UK, you've got people who are still having barbecues in parks and going out partying and it's just beyond ridiculous. You put yourself at risk even if you don't care about anyone else. But then that's the unfair thing. I mean, there's that small minority that ruin it. I mean, back in my country in Australia, I'm, I'm really upset because they said if you come from another country, you've got to have two weeks quarantine. Now, people didn't do it. So now everyone that comes in is having to be isolated in a hotel room with no fresh air and no windows because the minority couldn't stick to the rules. But there are lovely things happening. There's people helping out other people. Like in my hometown, there's lots of WhatsApp groups so each road can support each other yeah. and share about probably the toilet roll, the way it's going. Well, that's good. You know, we might get back to a day where people actually talk to their neighbours again because that, that, that kind of stopped happening in the last couple of years. Yeah, and then after that, we'll get back to a day where no one at home is panicking about their loo roll. So good times ahead. <laughs> this will be over. Question for you, sir. Yes, please. How do you find the beard is coming along, the isolation beard? Well, in a word, itchy. Really? Is it at that point? It's, do you go through that then quite quickly or will it be itchy for a while? No, I think it just hits the itchy point for a couple of days and okay. that'll cease. So it's hard because we're in a stage where we can't touch our face. But I'm really enjoying, you know. Not well, shaving. It, yeah. It's one less thing you've got to do in the morning. But the beard is looking, I'm worried because I'm getting the salt and pepper, given my age, late 30s. That's appearing on the chin. And then uh, underneath my ears, there's a lot of ginger. There's a lot of ginger that's coming. If I get the sunlight on there the right way... Yep, they're going to call me the Duracell battery pretty soon. And how long will you leave it? Will you just go indefinitely until... 
things are back I, to I don't normal? know. I don't know. I think I need a bit of a trim at some point, so I'm going to have to get a beard trimmer. That'll be the first step. That might take a week or something. Amazon. Right. Yeah. But once I get that, I might trim it up, and then after a while, I'll just get jack of it because I think I look too old, and then old baby face kit should be back again. No, go the distance. <laughs> go on. I want, I want like proper ZZ Top here. Well, I can keep trying. Yeah. I can keep going until while the lockdown's on. I can keep my ISO beard. But like now's the time to find out, isn't it? Find out what you look like with a massive beard or shaved head or whatever it be. Why well, not? Well, 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 let's not go too far. I'm just floating that <laughs> idea, okay? We'll work on it. George and Kitch. On your Dubai 92 Breakfast. Good morning, Nadia. Nice of you to join us. A very good morning. I was looking for my Anne Robinson, you are the weakest link outfit, actually, but clearly in storage somewhere. You don't have any shoulder pads? You couldn't have improvised at all? No, but I can do the hard stare, though, so... I bet you can. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> you are the weakest link. Goodbye. Yes, yeah, true. So let's prove it. <laughs> All righty. So, do we have buzzers today? Um, hit me with your buzzers. Kitch, if you'd like to go first. It's an ISO beard. <laughs> it is an ISO beard. Right. What have I got? <laughs> I'm too old for TikTok. <laughs> Never a true one. You know what, George? You can you, you now never have to change your buzzer. That never. is so funny, <laughs> and it will never not be true. <laughs> this is the most creative part of the entire show, actually. The buzzers. I love <laughs> how to take that. <laughs> yeah, I think we just say, producer Roger, it's he's delivered the goods <laughs> once again. All right, well, let's give these All buzzers right, a good so working out. Here we go. Right, your question number one: What is the name of the UAE social media campaign to show appreciation to our local healthcare workers who are keeping us safe? Oh, I know this. I, I know the end bit. Oh, my mind, my mind. It's not the sharpest at the moment. Um, it's got something to do with chocolates. I'm too old for TikTok. The chocolates? Oh, go on, carry on. It's it's um, for heroes. Uh, yes. Thanks, thanks for heroes. You're almost there. Yeah, I know, I'm so close. I'm going to give you that. Wait, it's it. an ISO beard. <laughs> thanks for the heroes. Uh, you, oh, now try- I get the chocolates you, reference. You, yes, thank you. Thank you very much. Are you trying to read over my shoulder? No, here? no, I'm not. I was just trying to read between the lines. Because I'm going to give you a minus point if you're not careful. No, no. <laughs> I'm not trying to read it's over your shoulder. Real. I was just trying to go from what you said, thanks for the heroes. <laughs> it's very close. Oh, he- thanks. Hashtag thank you heroes. Thank you oh, heroes. George is closer. Very, very close. A hero's chocolates. Yes, that? exactly. Oh, that that's was the chocolate. Where get it. Sorry, a bit obscure, a bit obscure. It's really. a very fine range of chocolates, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, so question number two. Very important one here. When do you need to wear a mask in public? It's an ISO beard. Uh, if you're suffering from flu-like symptoms. Excellent, yes, that's quite correct. And that there is actually a bonus question there. What's the fine if you don't? I'm too old for TikTok. So is that indoors or outdoors? Sorry? Indoors or no, outdoors? If no, if you're not wearing a mask when you should be, what's the fine? 3,000. Is it not? Is it one? Mm. Wait, it's, it's an ISO beard. My bad. Uh, I'm going to go with 5,000. Lower. Uh, 1,000. Yes, it is indeed. Yeah, well, no one okay. gets a point. Right, no one gets a point there. Okay, so here we go. Lucky residents of which emirate have had their traffic fines slashed by... It's an ISO beard. TikTok. <laughs> oh, that's a dead ringer. Oh, uh, judge's ruling. George, George got that one. Charger. <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, I reckon with two out of three, that is definitely um, it's George's game, isn't it? Well done, George. That's Blimey. it. A round, of, round okay. of applause. Oh, well done. Yeah. Don't look Time like to get too excited. Times are too weird now if I'm yes. winning these. Thank you very much. You look stunned. <laughs> yeah, slightly freaked out, but I'm going to take it. So the trophy, wherever it be, is mine for this week.
And uh, do we have prizes this week? Because, oh, oh. I mean, we've been so prepared so far this week. Why not continue on with our fantastic preparation? Uh, I'll see. buy you a massive chocolate cake. How about that? You make sure you bring it outside, please, so we can all share it. Can I swap it for a coffee? <laughs> just, I've been eating so much cake since. All right, all right, I'll buy you cake today. How Don't about that? So we'll go boring. down to Black Sugar and get one. No, no, but I keep on baking and I never bake. And then the problem is you eat all the baking, isn't Bring it? Bring it in. Can't you see I we're all emaciated and starving? We need feeding up. <laughs> George and Kitch. On your Dubai 92 breakfast. Well, thanks for listening. Don't forget to share, subscribe and leave us a review. Five stars, no less. And you can email us anytime. It's breakfast at Dubai92.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast from your Dubai 92. Listen live across the UAE on the Dubai 92 app at Dubai92.com or 92FM on your radio.